0: Hey there, it's Joy Foster, founder of TechPixies, and I'm delighted today to be in, uh, in the presence of one of our students, Christine Palmer, who's been with us for almost a year. Uh, Christine, welcome to the show. I'm really glad that you're here.
1: Thank you for asking me. I'm super excited that to chat with you today.
0: I can't, it's so much fun because I've been doing a couple conversations with students who've been in their program for a year, and there's yeah. something really magical that happens after you've had time to learn the new skills that you've got from the social media magic course and apply them and of course we have a lot of women who are changing careers and becoming entrepreneurs they're starting up businesses and you are one of those women so you had a long-term career you were in the same career for a long time tell us about that
1: and tell us about why you used tech pixies to help you make the switch so for 16 years i was in independent school catering you know to we 2000 meals a day we had over a million pound in budget but um, I was working with my husband so I was very much in my safe space you know it's very difficult to go into your boss and say I don't like to do that or don't want to do that whereas when it's your husband you can just throw something across the desk and say oh no that's not for me so I hadn't been challenged really challenged in that 16 years i would got very very comfortable Um, but I never chose catering Um, although I enjoyed it It wasn't my chosen career. And I've always, always wanted to do something that was not necessarily mine, but that I had grown. I need this thing to grow something. So um, I knew about Text Pixies for a couple of years before I came to you, actually. So I saw your advert just before Christmas 2019, it would have been, would not it? And I thought, yeah, I did your free, the free um, portion of it. And, yeah, it was a no-brainer for me just did it and I've got so much out of it you know it's not just learning those social media skills which I was a dinosaur at you know I don't mind people knowing my age I'm 53 <laughs> Instagram Facebook ooh, you know but not only have I gained all those skills met a bunch of fantastic great people who support mentor encourage pick you up Um, but it's just given me so much more than just that. And I really have got the, the bit between my teeth. I'm not going as fast as I want, um, but Roman wasn't built in a day. <laughs> so I have to kind of realize that and take my time and it will be my time. Um, but yeah, so it's given me a lot. So when did you make the
0: decision to leave? And you said 16 years you were in the catering business. Ooh. So it, you are in the catering business for 16 years. And then how long did it take you to make the decision to leave the catering
1: business and do your own thing? And that's really funny. Um, I've been talking about it for about probably 2017 and got to, poor crumbs, um, beginning of 2019. And I said to Chris, I said, you know, I think that's it now. I think my notice is going to have to go in. And, uh, you know, I've kind of had enough. So I sat there one day and I said, now this is it. It was on a Friday. And he was really shocked. He didn't think that I would actually do it. And also we've been in the same office for 16 years. We'd seen each other morning, noon and night. You know, it was just, you know, um, it was that kind of a close relationship. And he, yeah, but he allowed me to do it. So anyway, not allowed me, but, you know, he was supporting. So I handed my notice in and I was going to leave on, I think, about the 14th of April that year. Okay, so it took me till December to finally go (laughs) and hand over the reins to somebody else who who was eager to take over. So, yes. And then
0: that's when Tech Pixies landed in your lap and you were like, (laughs) okay, okay, I'm going to run with this. Okay, brilliant. And so, what's really cool is that you ended up deciding that you were going to set up a dog t shirt business. Yeah us about that why dogs why t-shirts uh and and tell us
1: about that adventure what's that what has that been like for you i wanted to do something that i felt comfortable in doing um in all sorts of ways that i could pick up the technology for that i really enjoyed and had a connection with um i have two dogs i have um ozzy um who's a one-year-old labrador pup that is stowed away in a bedroom at the moment with my daughter because otherwise it would be mayhem um, <laughs> and a four year old at uh, Jack Russell called Olive and you know they helped me through um, a really sort of difficult period of my life for all sorts of reasons I had you know personal reasons with um, relatives and things um, who were elderly so they've been a real support and also I think I'm empty nesting because my girls are 19 and 23 now so I kind of like replacing them with dogs what I didn't know was that I won't tell them you said that (laughs) (laughs) no 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 no. (laughs) but um, what I didn't realize was obviously COVID came along and they're both back home well Georgie was at home anyway but Catherine's now firmly back home because um she wants to move into London but now not the right time so yeah so we're all back under one roof and the two dogs so yeah so that really piqued my interest Um, I'm also really interested in the environment that we live in now and what we're doing around us what this world means to us and I wanted to tie the two together and the t-shirt seems to me ideal they're an affordable product um, that you can you know there's local businesses here to help and the dogs on the t-shirts just seemed um, ideal. And I, I spoke to a few people, uh, they seemed really keen about it. Um, they bought some t-shirts and away we went. And Georgina, I should, how could I forget? Uh, she designs the t-shirts for me. So she is the artiste of those oh, dogs. I love that, so your daughter's one of the designers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have nothing to do with the drawing. I'm absolutely hopeless at that. I couldn't draw a stick man. <laughs> so you can run a business and actually that's
0: half the battle is when you're, you know, I love the book. I love the book Rocket Fuel because it talks yeah. about being the visionary and being the integrator. And, mm. in, you know, even in a business like that, if someone
1: can run the business and someone can do the creative, that's the that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. I mean, she loves art. Um, she wants to be a vet and that's what she's applying for. But um, behind that, she's done many years at a local art school and absolutely loves it. So it just seems ideal to, to have. Amazing. OK, so tell us about So now I think if I'm not I, if I'm not incorrect,
0: you're not doing um, the, the POD, like product on demand. You're doing
1: like not, you're not doing drop shipping. Um, I'm, no, I'm not drop shipping. Um, wanted it to be so I could actually feel it and see it when it went out. It's quite important for me to have that link, or at least at this moment in time. Um, although I love things like Redbubble, I think that really has a place um, in our lives.
0: <laughs> let's, just, let's just for someone who's listening to this now, like, uh, what is drop shipping? Let's just explain that. So, <laughs> Christine and I are both exploring this online T-shirt business at the same time, <laughs> partly because I want to know how to set up a product and sell a product, a low-cost product online versus a high-cost like service product or course, you know, um, so I'm super curious about it. But drop shipping basically means that you've got a design and then uh, someone like Redbubble or, you know, there's other services, they, they will um, create the product for you and ship it for you just using your design. So it's a bit, it's a bit more expensive in terms of your, your wholesale costs, Mm -hmm. but it also means that you're printing on demand, which is what the POD stands for. So printing on demand. And that means that you're not like creating products that someone doesn't buy, but you've, you've done this differently. You've worked with a local, local printer, local t-shirt company. That's how how you've done it. So so where can um, where can people find the website if they wanted to check out the dog t- t-shirts?
1: Um, it's at Olive and Ozzy T uh, And that's where you'll find us. So you'll find the background to what we are, what we hope to do. And most of all the t-shirts. Yes. And, and you've decided to give us a very
0: generous Tech Pixies code for all yeah. of our podcast listeners. Yeah, Is the code absolutely. Tech Pixies?
1: It is indeed, yes. So when you get to shipping, not to shipping, when you get to check out Pop-In Text Pixies, all in capitals, not only will you get a 15% discount, but you will also get free postage and packing. Oh my goodness, Christine, you probably totally spoiled us. Well, this is so much fun because I think, you know,
0: we know that tech pixies love buying from tech pixies. So (laughs) So I know you probably get a few dog lovers uh, who will be purchasing shirts from you. Um, Let's also talk about uh, another idea you have. You've got a very entrepreneurial spirit. So do you feel like... um, you know, this leaving your career and then moving into a new career, changing careers, which is what you've done. And you're now, you know, you've, you've launched this t-shirt company and now you're moving towards just exploring your entrepreneurial space. You, you mentioned that you might be also exploring launching an online course. So tell us about that.
1: So part of my job um, within the catering department was training and I love lifelong learning. And, you know, we tend to get some youngsters um, that come along to join us and there's nothing better than giving them the opportunities. Okay. They may stay with us for two years and then go on to go up the the scale. And that's absolutely great. But I think training doesn't stop at any age. And uh, yes. So um, one of that is communication. I love talking to people um, That's not an issue for me. And, And getting them to communicate in the right way. Now, having worked through the 80s and having that stereotypical boss in the 80s of one that would probably, you know, it's my way or the highway, you know, what was it? It was lunches for wimps, all that kind of thing. If you didn't work six days, you weren't being the right person for the job. That lunch was still for wimps. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So um, I wanted to really move away, particularly in catering, you know, the head chef sort of scenario, throwing the pots and pans. And there's some horror stories there. So um, we I think we've definitely I know we've definitely moved away from that and definitely more into the leader. So leading your staff, you know, um, supporting them. Teaching them, passing on skills, having a team feeling, and we've got to think about staff retention. And uh, yeah, so that's really where my joy is.
0: I love this. This is so much fun. And what I love about you is, you know, this—it's not like it's been an easy road the last twelve months. I mean, you had like the total roller coaster of the entrepreneurial um, world. But what you said to me was that COVID really allowed you uh, to spend some time learning. And yeah. you know you are a lifelong learner, and so you know. Let's talk about that—the importance of learning a new skill and applying that new skill. Um,
1: what what have what are the courses that you've been doing, and what what have you got out of them? So um, I've done the T-shirt course um, <laughs> to help me with Aussie Olive, um, also obviously your course. And I did the the two of them. So um, yes, Course Creators, and I also um, joined the Business by Design with James Wedmore. Yeah, which is brilliant, by the way. That's such a great course. And I've just, um, Jill and Josh are absolutely amazing as, as text pixies, and they're my two big ones to go to. And so I've just joined their SEO course. So it's where you build a course online that is permanently online. So... Somebody can dip in and out of it, sign up to it. It's not a live course, but it's an introduction to your live course or to your bigger course. So that's where I am at the moment. And that I find really exciting because it just suits where I am at the moment.
0: Oh, okay, That's the self-liquidating offer course. Is that what it is? Yes.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, And that's that. Yeah. That that idea that you have something that's running all the time that someone can sign up for. And then they would join your
1: bigger course after they've done that as an introduction. Exactly that. Yes. Absolutely. Cool. So the first bit of the course will be difficult conversations. And that's what people most toe, um, curl their toes at, you know, is having somebody come in. Either you've got to tell them something difficult or they're telling you something difficult. And it's how to make that a positive experience. You know, these. Oh, cont- my gosh,
0: everyone who runs a team needs that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, definitely, I have
0: definitely failed at that place um, so many times. I need that one. Is that free or do you sell that? How
1: does that work? Um, that will be a low-cost option, so around the sort of £29 mark um um is what we're aiming for at the moment in in january but yeah so it's to make those conversations positive for everybody even if there's not a a wholly positive outcome to it you can make everybody's life better by approaching them in the right way
0: that's brilliant i love it well that's so good to know so um i also just love your like i said on the entrepreneurial spirit that you've got we're just trying things out but also what what feels like has happened is over the last year the dust has settled you learned a whole bunch of things and you're starting to say okay i could do this or i could do this i could do this so let me ask you a question if you could go back to the catering job would you do it no
1: no, no. i i no no um no
0: <laughs> <laughs> i just want, I want people to hear the no over and over again because here's the thing everyone gets so scared about changing careers they get so scared about jumping ship and, you know, they worry about, you know, the money right. and they worry about the clients and they worry about the customers and they worry about the website and they worry, they worry about the cost. And and those are all legitimate things. Yeah. However, you know, what you end up doing is you end up living, and we were talking about this um, on a coaching call this morning with strategy, you end up living in a world that in your brain, you live in a world in your brain that it's an unwanted, uncreated future. That's what James Wedmore talks about all the time. Like I'm living in a world that I'm, I've created a world that doesn't even exist yet that I don't want to live in, right? Yeah. And so, so important to actually create a world that you want to live in and then just know that you can go there at any time that you want with your brain because you can create that world to be in. So, you know, would you say that majority of the time you're focused on the success of the the business versus, you know, the things that aren't going well?
1: i mean all the mindset i mean obviously TextPixie gives you the the mindset training as well as the you know how to do your instagram account and it's that mindset training that really prepares you for not having that negative feeling you know that word yet that entered my life with you hasn't left my life (laughs) (laughs) yet baby it's the best word ever and it is, and I, do you know, I absolutely believe that, 100%. It may not be right in the timeline that I want it to be, but I'm sure it's going to come my way, and that keeps me going. And being able to work in this fashion has also opened up, you know, yes, my girls are back because it's COVID, but do you know, I've had a year that I probably wouldn't have had with my eldest daughter, and my goodness, no amount of anything would have made up for that. So, yeah it's struggle having loss of the salary. I can't deny that, but, um, you know, there's other bits and pieces that we can do, um, you know, uh, um, selling the t-shirts to, to, um, to make that happen. So, yeah. Well, it's I
0: well- think that's really important that you mention that though, because even though there's the loss of the salary, mm-hmm. you'd still choose this path after go- versus going back. And there's a great book called, um, the Illusion of Money by Cal Cease. And he talks about the three Helens, Helen A, Helen B, and Helen C. And I talk about this a lot because I think it was, it was very profound when I read it. But you know, Helen A, she she they all win the lottery and Helen A goes off and spends all of her money on you know, parties and a statue and a fancy apartment in New York. And Helen B goes and invests all of her money in the bank and like gets a 10% return and she stays in her job and she's safe. And Helen A, a quits her job, right? To go party for a year. And then Helen C. does what you did. You know, Helen C. says, okay, I'm going to invest in myself. I'm going to leave my job. I'm going to just go and explore for a year and see what there is. And, you know, obviously you didn't travel the world because you can't in this environment. But, you know, she traveled, Helen C. travels the world and she does yoga and she learns all these things. And she comes back with this huge amount of knowledge and she decides she's going to start talking about it on social media and she's going to set up a YouTube channel and blah, blah, blah. And the, the part of the story that's really interesting is when they all lose their money because the, the money becomes irrelevant, right? So all the banks crash and there's no money any, anymore. And the question is, which of the three Helens will be able to rebuild themselves the fastest,
1: right? It's got to be, yeah.
0: got to be Helen C. Yeah. And and so the question you always have to ask yourself is, is am I a Helen A, a Helen B, or C? And you are clearly a Helen C. I mean, your name is Christine, but you know, the, you're <laughs> Christine, AKA Helen C. But I think I think that's such an important story because I think um people sit in jobs for a long time that they really probably should move on from uh because they're scared um mm-hmm. what what's your what's your advice to someone who is scared what do you what do you want them to 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 think about or realize or what was one shift that you made I mean obviously you said the word yet you know just saying okay I, w- I don't know how to do this yet but I'll figure it out what's another shift that that you or a piece of advice you give to someone who's kind of nervous about making that move to setting up their own business?
1: I think it's just a case of you've got to do it in your own timeline. You know when it's ready, when you get to that point and you think, you know, enough already. I, I need this in my life now. And, you know, I am in my 50s and I spent a long time doing things that other people want me to do. And if I can't do what I want to do now, then, you know, that's going to be another how many years I have left on this planet still doing the same thing and I just wasn't prepared to let that happen very fortunate I've got a very supportive family they think I'm slightly crazy but they utterly support me what I do <laughs> my hair brain schemes no, they're not hairbrain. and yeah so I would say absolutely just have that confidence to take the leap and believe in yourself it's got to be that belief that it will come your way you try hard enough it'll come your way and I you know meet mean- people
0: No, I agree with that so much. In fact, it was interesting because I remember I I have a regular meeting with the vicar at my church where we talk about, you know, kind of, well, we started talking about it because I thought I was going to be a vicar. (laughs) And in order to become, uh, to get ordained, and I mean, we've been talking for about five years, in order to become ordained in the UK, you have to do a two-year conversation with a vicar. And it was really interesting because when I had the choice of, like, basically expanding Tech moving online and raising investment the opposite choice to that was going into ordination like that. Those were my choices. Like, to, wow. and I, not a lot of people know that. And, um, and in the end he looked at me and he said, I don't think you're, I don't think you're vicar material. <laughs> <laughs> he said I think think you're doing what you're supposed to be doing and I said no I agree with you I think I am supposed to be doing what I'm supposed to be doing but I think you know it's it is a process trying to figure out what's right for you and what you should be doing and you know and 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 sometimes it can help to have other people involved in that process and and sometimes it doesn't help as well but you know I meet with him regularly even now and we talk about you know um, decisions I have to make making sure that the decisions I'm making are ethical and in line with my values, and really helping me to kind of figure out, you know, how I want to speak about my faith and other things. But I think you know, it's it's just really important to uh, to lean in yeah. to who you who you think you are. And and I think I remember just saying to him at one point, I said, "Do you think I'll figure it out eventually?" You know, because I was at that point where I didn't believe that I would actually ever figure it out. And he said, "Joy, if you keep trying." you will figure it out eventually because that's, you know, it's the people who stop trying that
1: don't figure it out. Right. It's not letting those roadblocks stop you. It's like, okay, I'm up against this wall. How can I get around it? It's not, it's going to stop me. And we all have moments where we think, okay, this is just not happening. It's not working. It's not doing this and that. But at the end of the day, you just have that inner belief. No, I can make this work. Just need to find my path to make it work. And I'm sure it'll lighten up for you, and it, it comes to your way. Well, as I, yeah,
0: I think that's so true. And, and 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 interestingly enough, we had a conversation recently where we were reflecting on a conversation from like three years ago, and we were saying we wouldn't have even had that conversation three years yeah. ago. Like that would, we wouldn't even be saying is this a decision we should make three years ago because it wasn't a possibility. And so I, you know, I, I think sometimes, like you said, sometimes things take longer than you think they're going to take. Um, and also, I think you know that's why we have, we talk about SMART goals at TechPixies, You know, supportive, positive, or sorry, sorry, support. That's that's sparkle. Um, SMART goals are um, the specific, measurable, accountable, uh, and instead of time bound, we have thrilling, and and then we have um a, a resonant as well, which is like, why the, what's your why? Why are you doing it? And it's really important to think about that because Je- that was Jess Rogers. She said, I'm not going to put time on SMART because... For various reasons. For women, time is actually very tricky to, to do because, you know, for example, you know, my son was at school, one of the kids in his class got COVID and then boom, he's home. So whatever plans I had for the last two weeks, you know, sleep went out the window so I could finish them. But I think the point is, is that when you remove time as a required element, it takes the pressure off. And actually, once the pressure's off, it's easier to get the stuff done. And actually sometimes you get it done faster because the pressure's not there. But I love how you said that. I love how you said, like, don't let time. You know, basically, what you're saying is, don't, don't be, don't be beholden to a time frame.
1: Yeah, and don't be worried about it running away with you. You know, it's, um, it, it it's there, and so long as you, you know, try and use those moments, and that's uh, mindfulness. Actually, has been a huge thing for me in terms of thinking. When I get worried about the future, worried about the past, I just think, right, my feet are here now. What can I do now? And that's what's important. Can't change the future. Can't change the past. Well, I can influence the future. Can't change the past.
0: Well, I said that to my husband. I was like, I, we were talking about that because um, one of the books that Jill and Josh recommend is it talks a lot about quantum physics, and right. and quantum physics is basically saying that there is like you are living like what the now is the now the now is the past the present and the future right, and in a way it is because if every decision I make right now that that immediately becomes my past. And as I'm doing it, it is my future. So, you know, and, and, and when you, so if you want to change your future, you have to change what you do now. And if you want to change your past, you have to change what you do now. And I said that to my husband, he was like, I, I don't get it. And he's really smart, really smart guy. But what he was, when I said to my daughter, I was like, well, you're creating the past right now. She, he was like, what? So I think it's just understanding that exact concept that you are everything you do in the now yeah. is entirely creating your past and your future. And you, every, so you, the one thing you have control, you have no control over what happens tomorrow, but you have complete control over what happens right now. And then what you do right now, you're going to remember tomorrow. And so, you know, just getting your head around that concept.
1: And I love that you get that concept.
0: That's so, so cool.
1: Um, one other little thing to add to that um, was somebody said, what psychologist has said to me, um, a friend, think about changing your story. You know, why does your story always have to be the same throughout your life? And that came to me about three four years ago. And and that I really held on to, you know, you, you aren't the sum of your past, you know, we can change things. Maybe not now, but we can. And that's I think really- you're right. Everything we
0: tell, we tell ourselves stories all the time. Like, and we tell the same stories over and over again. And what I know from the neurocoaching training I've done is that a thought repeated over and over again becomes a belief. Yeah. And so you can tell yourself whatever story you want. If you tell it enough, you're gonna believe that that's that story, which is why two people in the same conflict will have a completely different story. Because they tell themselves the same story over and over again. And that's based on what they thought and felt in the moment, which is going to be totally different depending on what side you're on. And that's not to say that either person is right or either person is wrong because that was their experience. And that's how they believe it. So this is very interesting because this this really goes probably a lot to that work that you do with conflict resolution and stuff like that. Because understanding how someone sees something but I, I agree with you. You can change the story. You can write, rewrite the story in a totally different way.
1: I mean, talking about people understanding different things and there's that concept of active listening, you know, and I've been in rooms where we've sat opposite each other and somebody's telling me something and then I'm saying something back and you just know that that person isn't listening, or not listening, no, they are listening, but they've, they've made up, either made up in their mind already what you're going to say or they hear what they want to hear. And that's when I think it's important for the conversation to continue. It's what did you hear me actually say rather than just letting the conversation go? Because what you do find is they've not really heard what you've um, or the message that you want to get over.
0: That's so true. And in neurocoaching, they actually make you repeat back what someone yeah. said. Yeah. Because uh, you don't want to use your own words or interpretation when you're helping someone else get through a block. You yeah. want to use their own words mm-hmm. um, and you want to repeat them back to them. Because very often as well, people don't realize what they are saying. They don't actually. And when you repeat back to them what they just said, they go, oh, my gosh. Like they have the light bulb moments just because yeah. they've never heard themselves say what they've actually been thinking in their head.
1: Yeah, it's so interesting. Absolutely. so interesting. Oh, my
0: gosh. This, was, this is, That's I mean, exactly. I, I'm, this is one of my favorite podcasts of the year. <laughs> 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 I really enjoyed this. It's so much fun to catch up with students who've gone through the course and just to see where they are now. And just, I love where you are and I love yeah. what you're doing. And I've just always loved following your journey. You've had such a great positive attitude, so yeah. willing to try different things, you know, and I love that about you. And, you know, I can't wait to, to, to hear more as things yeah. grow and expand and, you know, all that good stuff, but thanks so much for your time today. Uh, okay. Can you remind people where they can find you
1: online and uh, what code to put in if they want to get that discount? Absolutely. So online we're at um, Olive and Aussie 2, that's T-O-O dot And if you pop in at checkout Text Pixies and you will get 15% discount plus free postage and packing. Excellent. And oh, one more question and then
0: I'll let you go for sure. Um, if you were talking to someone who was on the fence and trying to decide whether or not they should join Tech Pixies, what would you tell them?
1: Absolutely. You know, it's no brainer. Don't even think about it. Just do it because you'll never regret doing it. Too many great people to, to pull on and to understand, you know, to learn too many reasons why. Yeah. Just do it. Change my life. I love it. Just
0: do it. Well, thank you, Christine. And thanks so much for your time. Thank you. Bye.